Before I start my first episode, I want to shout this out to Tony Sotzer, um, one of my uh, friends and students uh, was in high school. He was the he was the reason why I started this podcast today. He also started his today, um, coincidentally. Um, check out his podcast on the same platform, Anchor. It's called the Half Assed Podcast. Talks about living with ADHD and his experiences and his childhood and he goes through what ADHD means misconceptions and later on he will uh, he says he will discuss um, stories from his childhood It'll be really fun go check him out please all credit goes to him I've been, I've been wanting to do this for a very long time never had the guts to but now that he did it I'm gonna do it as well Welcome to Hope Secure's podcast. The host, yours truly, Opsa Kadir. Today we'll be talking about the difference between AP World and AP Euro. Now that's not the only thing we'll be talking about. We're gonna be talking about several things: football, choir, the school I go to, Wayzata High School. It's a very interesting school. It's the biggest high school, public high school in the state of Minnesota. So a lot of things go on there. But for now, today. We're going through the biggest debate among sophomores, especially kind of smart ones. Is AP Euro more difficult than AP World? This is a question that I have been, I have been pondering for a while now, especially because you know I take AP World, and every time I say that, people, especially AP Euro kids, scoff at me and say, "How could you? You're either not really that smart, or you just don't care, or you just want the college credit." And, you know, it's kind of hard to respond to that because some of it is true. And I understand. AP World, I would say, is a bit easier than AP Euro. The first thing um, is that AP Euro is tackling a much, much smaller thing in terms of size. They're tackling one continent. So it's a, it's a very, it's not the biggest continent. That's, that's the first thing. Um, Europe, uh, if you don't, if you didn't get the memo, a lot of things go on there. A lot of things go on in Europe, and throughout the years, throughout decades, throughout centuries, Europe has defined the world um, in terms of colonization, in terms of start, starting and spreading um, religions and ideas and people and disease. It, it's very fascinating, and now that's kind of carried on here, and it's, you know, it's why we call it Westernization. A lot of these countries here, considered first world countries, that's an outdated term, like the United States and Canada, and most European countries. So I thought, you know, and plus a lot of things go on there, and, and they have to study that in a much, much more focused perspective you know i i heard from one of my friends you know it's it's a they have 15 point quizzes they have um they will have longer readings at some at some points they have smaller curves we have a 10 percent curve i think that's our max we have a max 10 percent curve in ap world in ap world it's a lot smaller and you know i understand i i actually wanted to take ap euro um 
when I was scheduling for my classes. Um, but in AP Euro, it's scheduled for terms one, two, and three. Well, AP Roll is scheduled for two for terms two, three, and four. And that kind of uh, conflicted with my uh, with my sport, with my athletic, which is football. Um, and now I look at it, I, I think I was done okay for the AP Euro first term. Um, but I took up taking the prep class, taught by Mr. Grimmich, one of the best teachers was that a high school um, has. He is a one of the most understanding people, one of the most friendliest people, and also one of the most knowledgeable, smartest, and most relatable people that I've, I've ever seen, I've ever been with. And it, it, it's been a joy to have him for four terms um, because I have prep, he teaches a prep class, he also teaches AP World, um, and luckily I have him all three of the terms. Um, no credit to any other world AP World teachers or other AP teachers, um, but I prefer uh, Mr. Goodrich. He's a it's a really phenomenal teacher, and it really shows. Um, but uh, the prep class really taught me how to take notes, and so that's something I, I could not do, and I kind of had exposure to the AP environment last year or freshman year. I I took intro to human geography. Now, if if you don't know who I am, I'm I'm an absolute nerd. I love history and geography, anything that 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 relates to that. Um, winning two school geography bees in elementary school and middle school. Um, not winning state, but coming close. Um, and I saw a lot, a, a lot of knowledge carried over from middle school, and I, I thought that would um, translate to high school, especially human geography. And not, I, I registered for intro to human geography, but I did not take AP human geography first because it did not fit um, like schedule, so I couldn't take it. But I am glad I did not take AP Human Geo freshman year because I would have bombed that class. I probably would not even even wouldn't even pass the AP test. That that is how, I I don't think I could have handled the stress of freshman year, especially first semester. Um, and that's why my second semester freshman year was ridiculously easy. Um, but now I look at it, I'm really glad I did it. Because I had terrible note-taking strategies. I didn't really care for the class. Because when you think of the class as an elective, because at the same time I was taking civics with uh, the awesome Miss Hanson. And I, you know, taking notes for two, two different classes, I was not adjust to the high school lifestyle. All, I, could not, I could not do that in term two. I cannot take notes. And for me being the professional procrastinator that I am, I, my grade went up in... In civics, but my grade significantly dropped out, and especially the map project that we had about a month or two to do, we got a B minus on it. I know some people might say, "Oh, it's really good," but because I got two months to do, and I, I I know most of the countries in the world, I know most of the cities in the world, and I eventually got a B in the class, and that's I think that's my lowest grade ever to finish a term. 
kind of struck me. And I said, you know, I don't know if I'm ready for AP. Um, then we, you know, we get to scheduling classes. So I take, I decided to take AP World and flash, flash forward to now. Um, it's, it's been an awesome experience. We're in term three right now. Today it's March 8th to Sunday. First day with this dumb daylight savings time thing. I don't, I don't agree. I didn't really feel losing in like an hour of sleep. My family did. It's unfortunate. Um, so there's this, you know, I'm, I'm doing great. You know, I think I have a, a B plus in the class. Um, I missed two quizzes, so I think that could have hindered my grade. I could be an A minus right now. I'm not sure. My grade is not went in for some stuff. We have a test tomorrow. We have a DBQ on, on Tuesday. That's going to really define my grade for this term. Uh, so, you know, who knows? I could be punching myself right now in four weeks if I, if I don't get an A in this class. And it's very manageable, you know. I And the noting strategies that I did, I, I decided to use a table of contents, which I don't really use, but it helps me organize my ideas. I... You know, I've I've been I've I've done many strategies in terms of note taking. You know, typically it takes about if you're your first term of an AP class, especially an AP history class, it takes you about either an hour or more. Typically, I think it typically will be take about two hours. And you're gonna hate yourself because you're gonna say, "Oh my gosh, I'm taking two hours. And this is what's gonna be every night." But no, I think I am now at forty five or fifty minutes, and I've, I've taken so many strategies. Um, because I think a lot of people do procrastinate, and you know, I'm, I do procrastinate. I still do. Um, you know, I start my homework around uh, nine o'clock. I used to write the first, you know, the first idea at nine o'clock, and it, I'm still working through it. So that that's my experience with AP World so far. I think it's a very exciting class. I don't think any freshman would be listening to this podcast. But if you're assigned to an AP World and APO, I used to get a 50% chance of getting Mr. Goodrich, and that's a chance that that's a bet I would cash in. Um, he's awesome. And also, Miss Jonas, she's very knowledgeable. She's the other AP World teacher. Uh, she knows her stuff. She's, uh, I think she's a little more experienced. I don't know if she's been teaching here longer, but I heard many good things about her as well. I just have, from my first experience, I have never been in a class with Miss Jonas, so I would probably go with Mr. Goodrich. Um, he also teaches a push, AP U.S. history, which I will be taking next year. It's terms one, two, and three. And I, I think there's only, I think there's actually three, a push teachers. I think they're all fantastic. So I would not be mad if I did not get Mr. Goodrich, but I would want to have Mr. Goodrich because that would be awesome. That'd be great. So now to the debate. AP World or AP Euro. Now, I don't know many things. But, obviously, and I, even though I am an AP World student, and I will admit AP Euro is more difficult, I feel bad. I feel bad for AP Euro students. You probably don't feel bad for us, but that's okay. Because I, th- I think that I think they had an 80-point question, 80-point test, and only get three points. For a curve. Now, what does that mean? I don't know. I'm not in the class. Maybe the stuff is just 
easier to get. Maybe there's things that they're more focused, they know what to study, and therefore they get more questions, therefore they don't need as much of a curve as us, us AP World students. But I don't know. That that feels bad. You know, and we didn't, we, they, they I think they, they, they take theirs uh, a lot harder. We don't have Socratic seminars. We don't have, you know, these, I, they have like gatherings where they have food and stuff. We don't have that. And I feel like AP, AP Euro sometimes gets really fun. It's They do a lot of, um, I wouldn't say plays, but stuff to reenact. And I think AP Push does this as well. But us AP World, we don't do that very often, if at all. So I think it's very interesting. Um, but that is the debate. I think AP Euro is more, is more difficult. Um and certainly, if you've never taken an AP World, AP AP History class before, uh, for freshmen, which would only the only option is a is a AP Human Geo, I would probably take AP World. It's a good. It, I wouldn't say introductory, but I think it's a it's manageable. I think it'll make a lot of friends. Welcome to part two of Opes Like Kadir's podcast. All right, we're back. Let's talk about relationships. Romantic ones, and now you be, now if you know me, you might be saying, "Oh, so why are you talking about this? You have no experience. In fact, you've been rejected so many times. How could you talk about this topic?" Well, it's not because I'm an expert; it's because I need advice. I need somebody. You know, and I I, I think I do. Um, but I'm not really asked for advice. I just want to talk about what I've been. Through. Throughout middle school, and high school so far. Um, let's just let's just put the obvious right you know right away. I'm not the most attractive person in the world. Okay, I may not have the best hairline or, or whatever. I'm not tall enough or I'm not muscular enough. Even though I put, I play football, that's probably not enough for people. But um. Since I think real, like actual relationships start in eighth grade. So I don't count anything that happened in seventh grade, sixth grade, or fifth grade because I don't remember what happened those days. So I just count from eighth grade. And if I count from eighth grade, the times I've kind of been rejected, and when I mean rejected, doesn't mean I, I well, my definition is that I had interest for someone, it was kind of obvious. And it did not formulate. It just did not happen, or I just got straight out rejected. So that is what, that's my definition of rejection, for just for this episode. So since 8th grade, I think 8th grade, I set a record, I kind of had, I, I, I had a crush on like three girls in 8th grade. That's kind of weird. I think that's abnormal. Um, and I'll be talking about one of those in detail. And the freshman year, we all know the infamous um, disaster um, in gym class. If you're in my gym class, team sports, uh, third term with RJ, freshman year. You, 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 I think you know what happened. Um, so that's four right now. Um, 
And then this year, I kind of I, I had feelings, and someone told her, yeah, apparently she, I, I don't know, I, I haven't talked to her since, apparently she just was not happy or interested about it and just stopped talking, um, maybe because we weren't in the same classes anymore. And then, uh, just two weeks ago, so I won't be sharing any names, um, I don't think that's necessary, um, but yeah, I, I, I kind of got rejected two year two weeks ago, um, and it kind of opened my eyes because, you know, these things are hard, I just feel like these, this, this is hard, you know, how, how do, how do people do this, how do people Get, how are people dateable? You know, there's a show on NBC called Undateable. That's that's. I'll I'll be I'll be the main character on the show any day of the week. So. Uh, eighth grade, one person that probably wasn't. Probably wasn't the right. Uh, she rejected me. Kindly, we still kind of talked afterwards. It wasn't. I I wasn't too upset about that. That was my kind of my first time, really. Uh, what's the second one? The second one was an absolute train wreck. Train, train wreck. Train wreck. Um, I just, I thought we had a thing. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what's wrong with me just a little bit. Um, kind of thought she liked me. And, in fact, she didn't. And actually it was... It was the polar opposite of that. She thought I was a creep. She told I, I told someone to tell her that I have feelings for her, and then they reported the next day that she she called me a creep and who would ever want to date him. Yeah. So that's very interesting. The thing is, I think right all these all these girls still go to our school. They still walk around the hallways. I still see them every day, and remind me of the horrors, the embarrassment. That happened to me on those days. I don't seek revenge. There is no such thing as revenge when you get rejected. How do you do that unless you date their ex or whatever? Uh, which <laughs> is almost near impossible. Uh, but uh, but I digress. The third one, uh, I think it was my closest actually. I kind of botched it. Uh, we never. I didn't. This is. I, well, I didn't have a phone at this point. So yeah. Sustaining a relationship was going to be really difficult if I ever got one. I'm kind of glad it didn't. Um, but uh, I think she just started really liking me as a friend, and I I think I think I actually would have dated and but I I chickened out, and so I waited a week later. I said, okay, no, no, you know, I'm just gonna wait until my birthday. Um, if you're in my English class tomorrow. March 9th, Monday, March 9th, you're going to hear, you're going to hear a very fun story, uh, about this, um, but, the spoiler, by the way, um, so I go on my birthday, it's a field trip, we are, uh, we are in the Festival of Nations, I went to East, by the way, you might know this, um, and I decided to ask her out, she didn't say no, in fact, she turned around, in front of 15 people and walked away without saying a word. Yes. I don't think I've said a word to her in person uh, since. 
Yeah, she still walks around the hallways of, of our school. Uh, I don't hate her. You know, I probably would have done the same to my eighth grade self. Jeez, um, what an embarrassing person I was. Um, so I don't have I don't have any hate except for that second person I talked about. Now I go to high school. I kind of I I kind of told myself, hey, you know, I'm I'm not going to develop any feelings for girls. Uh, so I didn't. I actually didn't. I don't think I don't think I had any feelings for girls first semester. I think that's like a record or something. And then there, and then there's this girl in my gym class, and uh, she's really nice to me. And, you know, obviously I was nice to her. And this is a time where I actually had a phone, so we talked over Snap, and it was really, you know, our relationship was really growing. And people, you know, kind of caught on to this. Uh, spoiler: that actually, I just told them that I liked her because I thought she liked me. And um, I also botched this as well because I kind of asked her too late, and maybe she didn't have the same things for me. And maybe she was just not on my level. She wasn't in my league. Um, in hindsight, she was not in my league at all. It led to the video. It led to the embarrassment. I think it was March 15th. It was a Friday. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And, uh... I kind of I made the mistake of doing it in public and telling people that I was going to do this, you know... And one of my friends actually told her that I was going to do this, which kind of, you know, she kind of knew it was coming. Probably she had an answer ready. Um, so what happened? I have the video. I'm not going to share it because I don't want to. Um, so then I asked her out. She said no. It was hilarious. In hindsight, it's hilarious. I don't think I got over that for two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. But uh, I think I got. Uh, and then, well, I think that the day I think right after she kind of apologized. She said, "Oh, you know, we can still be best friends." I said, "You know what? Maybe, maybe. I'm not gonna give up now. Maybe she just wasn't ready. Because she just she did say I wasn't ready for. I'm not ready for a relationship yet. So you know, I took that um, literally. I don't know what that meant at the time." And therefore, uh, so we we still talked. It was kind of awkward. She slowly, slowly start stopped talking to me. And uh, I remember our last conversation. Uh, I I might be spoiling this away. She tore her ACL. Very unfortunate. I don't wish that on anybody, on any soul, on any person, or any animal. Tearing an ACL is difficult. She's an athlete. She's really good. I wish she does. So I, I don't wish that for anybody. Um, but I, I, I just was like, hey, you know, how is rehab going? She's like, good, fine. I kept asking, oh, you know, every for gym class, oh, are you going to be like, oh, this day? Like, oh, okay, I'll see you. Oh, okay, okay. You know, okay, not okay, not all right, just okay. And uh, that was the last time I ever talked to her. Thing was still a meme throughout the rest of my gym class. My gym class was exciting. That was a very fun gym class. Uh, for the most part. And uh, and then we move on to this year. Uh, first one, not really interesting to be honest. We just talked a lot in class, and kind of outside of class, never formulated. And then we go into two weeks ago. So I think that was my closest shot. 
Um, she's in one of my classes. She just wants the same activities as me. Really talking, our relationship really grew, and uh, like I thought, I thought I was actually going. I, I thought I was actually going to, and this is the first, this is the first time like someone actually knew her, and you know, was also you know also knew me, and actually really cared about me, and really thought we could this could work, and it didn't uh, in, in the in the long run it didn't end. It didn't it didn't end well. We didn't talk. Well, we didn't date. I. I I, I lost a bet playing 2K uh, with someone. <laughs> I lost it. I lost on a Yao Ming game-winning three on 2K Blacktop. So I asked her out over Snap. Uh, five hours later, she opened it and she sincerely said, "Hey, you know, I'm actually I have a thing with somebody." Um, so I took it and I said, "Okay, you know, I'm not, I'm not the guy. I'm not gonna hold grudges because someone already had a thing. That's, that's out of my control." And so I just uh, said, "Okay, cool." And we couldn't really talk. It's it's difficult because like you figure out, oh, I think now you realize, okay, that person, now now that person, knows that you, like, ha- have a crush on them or had a crush on them. While they're dating someone, it's very awkward. It's very weird. I bet she told her her, her boyfriend, um, "Cure from Medina." I bet he's he's awesome. I bet he's a fantastic person. Um, I think he's really good at his job. Really good at school. I think he's a really good boyfriend. I don't know who he is. Um, but good for good for them. It kind of opened my eyes because what's going on? And because there's a, there's a there's a there's a relationship growing. In front of my eyes, in one of my classes, and to one of my friends, and he's doing it fantastically, fant- fantastically. I don't know if that's a word. And it went from oh hi, you know, oh what's it, what does this mean? What are this stuff? And now they're like really talking. They walk together, you know. And it's like okay, that's that's interesting. And that happened in two weeks. I'm like oh that could that that I I thought I I could do that, you know. And it's like no no. You can't. You've been doing it wrong the whole time, and so that that's just you know that's just what's been going on uh, so far. And I don't know what to change my perspective. I don't know if I should just stop. I don't feel. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. You know, because I I, I want to give up. I want to say I'm done. Like who needs girls and stuff? But I I just get to, I just get feelings. And it's just like, okay, well, how do you stop that, right? Because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in high school, you know. And it's kind of disastrous. It's kind of a, I'm just, this, this futility that I, I am, right? And I think the thing, I'm, I get too clingy. Yeah, let's go, to, let's go to my problems right now. Why I think, this is one of my reasons, my hypotheses, that I believe I am not being successful. Number one, I'm too clingy, and I'm kind of I okay. First of all, I am an introvert, okay, but I, I'm only I I can only I'm really friendly, I'm really talkative with people that I know, but I'm I'm not gonna I'm just social social socially awkward. I'm just not that person who's gonna you know do it for the gram, 
right? You know, so I'm not, I don't really cave into peer pressure. I think that's one of my strengths. Um, but typically, I don't I don't really talk to girls right now. I know there's people who have friends they talk to every day, and I do that too. I just I don't really talk to people over text. I don't really. It's I'm not I have I've been to someone's house in two weeks. You know I don't know about other people. I'm not other people. I don't I don't speak for other people, but this is the thing that I see. And maybe because I'm just not in the same league. I'm not in the same social hierarchy level. Um, it's kind of like a feudalist society. We have a feudalist society at our school, especially in our grade. Jeez, it's like we have instead of like this obviously the peasants and then you have the nobility and you have the clergy at the top and the three estates you know i think i'm a no I, I think i'm a noble but sometimes i think i feel like i'm a peasant and the thing is who 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 are you it depends who you talk to because for some people you're the you're the clergy you know you're you're the highest of the highest in society for some other people you're a peasant who I don't even know you. Why would I? Why would, Why would I be talking to you? You're not in the same league as me. We, we we would it would it would destroy their reputation more if they saw me with them. And that's what I really think. What's what defines our grade? And I think our grade is is an interesting grade. At least it's not our. It's not the freshman class. Of 2023 is absolutely disastrous. I think it's one of the worst I have ever seen in the world in my 15 years in existence. Uh, I feel terrible. Uh, I feel bad for people who, you know, this is it just it's 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 just two two levels. You're either you're either the highest of the highest. You're part of the government, or you're just homeless. It's like wow that. There's no there's no middle ground. It's interesting. But um, that's just my that's my idea. I just get too clingy when a girl talks to me. It's weird because I don't I don't talk to anybody. I don't talk to anybody on a daily basis. But when a girl talks to me, it's like okay, that's weird. Why would she talk to me? Wasn't isn't she? Why why like this is odd. They shouldn't be talking to me. They should be talking to her friends, or they should be more popular people, you know, more attractive people. And it's really this idea of who do you look at yourself as? It depends who you look at. Look, look at your look. How do you look at yourself? Right. So that is just something that uh, I thought of, but plus I'm only in high school. Like, who needs to? Like, I don't need. A girlfriend to graduate. It's not one of the requirements or the credits. Um, so I'm not like panicking, but I just think I'm too clingy and I, I start to develop feelings really quickly. That's a problem because most of the time, in fact, all the time, they have they uh, the girl the girl does not. So I, I think that's interesting. So I'm just gonna voice out my opinions on what I need to change. Probably be be better at socializing, like actually. Get friends. Like, I already have friends. I have really good friends I, I have. Um, about, like, I would say 13. Really, like, actually people I can sit with lunch, sit lunch with. People I talk to in class. I, I can ask them a question about school or anything. It would, it's, it's like about 20. And I, I think I'm fine with that, you know? Um, 
but my futility is just something very interesting. I think it's very odd. It's very statistically statistically rare for me to get rejected. What six times, seven times? But you know, what what only hurt what what hurt what hurts you only makes you stronger, right? That's what. I forgot her name. Alicia Keys doesn't doesn't she like? What only makes you better? What only makes you weaker? Or whatever hurts you makes you stronger. I don't know the uh, the artist of that song. Very very sorry if I butchered the lyrics there. But that's just my thoughts. So to wrap it up today, um, we talked about the debate between AP World and AP Euro, and which one's more harder. And we talked about relationships. And I hope. I hope you gain something from listening to this. Um, I don't know if I'll make more of these in the future. I don't know if I'll have time because this is like the few times I'm actually home alone. My family is of this is of eight people, and I'm the oldest of six kids, so they don't really go very much very often. They're kind of snoopy, so um, I don't know. This might this might be a weekly thing. So it could be a daily thing. It's gonna be a monthly thing, because a lot. I don't think a lot of things go on in my life. I'm not that person who you think, oh, yeah, they experienced a fight or they 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 went on a fun trip and like I I haven't been on a vacation in like two years. Like, come on. So, I think I'm more gravitating to like a monthly thing. Depends how many people listen to this. If you really if you really want to listen to this, if you want to listen to this then show it. That's all I gotta say. Um, so thank you for listening. I know it's a very long time. Very, a lot of time recruited. If you came to this moment, good for you. Um, signing off uh, at the 20 minute 48 mark.